0: Hi, welcome to the Practical Ascension Podcast. I'm Tracy Goody, your Practical Ascension Guide. Today on the podcast, I am continuing on my Ascension Impact interview series with Whitney Mullings. Whitney is a soul brand shaman. She guides transformational leaders to connect with their own soul desires by unveiling their unconscious need to prove their value and bring death to pass patterns in giving of themselves to trade for badges of honor to be a good mom successful leader and the many roles along with the many personas mentally energetically and spiritually experientially rebirthing their own soul's power presence and creativity through shamanic journeying transforming into that new identity matching the vibrations of their desires and becoming that is how Whitney helps her who lead as a soul brand, speak their voice unfiltered, and dive into new levels with filler trust. So join us today as we discuss bringing a connection to an integration of the divine feminine. Hi, welcome to the Practical Ascension podcast. Today, I am joined by my friend and soul brand therapist, Whitney Mullings. So Whitney is somebody I've been connected to for years. And if you have been following the podcast, you have probably seen me have a few conversations with her. And today we are exploring the series that I have running throughout February, which is Activating Your Ascension Impact. So taking a look from different perspectives from light leaders like Whitney around how we can anchor our ascension impact what that looks like what that feels like from your perspective because every light leader is going to have a different perspective and i'm so excited to get to chat with whitney and hear her perspective on this subject welcome whitney
1: thank you tracy thanks for having me as always it's such a pleasure it's such yes. an honor to thanks i just love you
0: I love you too. Yay. <laughs> Whitney's one of the few Canadians I get to connect with as well. So that's always fun. Um there's not a huge amount of us um that are in my network in this kind of spiritual realm. So I'm I'm always excited to connect with Whitney since we've got that connection going on too. So, yay. I want to hear, because I haven't really uh, chatted with you in a few years, and I know that it seems like everybody's journeys are shifting up and expanding and changing as we're moving into this kind of new wave of ascension as we receive every (laughs) single year. Uh, So I'd love to hear more about what is kind of flowing through for you at this moment and what um, what kind of vibes you're getting right now, just in general, kind of to open it up.
1: Oh, that's a great way <laughs> to start a conversation. <laughs> well, I think that it's more um, evident and it's more um, open. Like it, it's so much of the rise of the feminine. Like there is this big awakening. Everybody, it's woke these days, right? Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, which is really nice and very very exciting to see. And um, and I would relate that to like earlier on years of my own awakening I feel like that's where the world and the collective is at right now so it's like the level of awareness is shifting yeah you know like where the awareness is shifting to like oh going within
0: yeah which kind of was like that catalyst of the like pandemic
1: right where that going within came about exactly because everybody had kind of nowhere to go but within exactly yeah so it was like so nice to see Um, And so now I feel like almost giddy, like very, very fortunate that you would, you would probably know what I mean, because we've started this work like years before the pandemic. So I feel like we're at the forefront of it, you know, and where the collective is at right now. And so what um, I'm diving into now at this point in my practice is really going into like, what does embodiment mean? Mm -hmm. So there is, Right. The awareness, but then also embodying the energy, but also coming back down as a whole, like in in body and and really what does it mean by day to day? And how do you act and speak and share and focus and intention like spiritual self? through you right
0: exactly so less about kind of like the concepts of spirituality and more about like actually living them and like what does that actually mean what does that actually feel like what does that look like and I I love this and this is kind of tying into a focus that I'm noticing now too it the embodiment I'm seeing everywhere like that's that's what's going on for me as well and that's what I'm seeing with a lot of people talk about right now and I find it's just it's Perhaps what a larger percentage of the collective is really going to need as they are, you know, like you said, just kind of waking up and, and going more into that spiritual pathway. These, you know, these people are going to be looking for and needing people that have embodied it, that aren't just talking about it to talk about it, that have embodied it. So I yeah. want to kind of look at two things here with you. Um, so there's the embodiment and then there's something else you mentioned, which was the divine feminine. And I know that has been an aspect of your journey in the last few years as well. So I'd love to hear what's kind of coming through and you know what role you find the feminine or how you see
1: those two connecting. Yeah, um, so the feminine has really been about the intuition that i knew like right from the very beginning like how do you connect with more of your own you know when i say define feminine sometimes i find myself interchanging the terms as well it's like yeah. how do you work more with your intuition how do you pay more attention to your reading of the energy so that you could mm. be more in flow yeah. and when i say in flow is because there's a lot of the masculine at play the the societal patriarchal way that we're brought up, you know, like the hustle, the grinding, the all of giving yourself, you need to like, you know, work hard, you know, to earn the success instead of like embodying that you are a success in existence by breathing, by being you, right? So, you know, it's coming from that shift of like, that's where I want to be as an ideal to really living that, you know, in your day to day experience. How to be human Mm. and be like so led and so I think design feminine, it's like more of an umbrella term of like, how do you carry yourself to, um, well, be in tune with what you desire, what you mm. want to do, and, and then bring yourself into doing the things that sometimes it's about doing your dream, but also like doing the things that you need to do, like things that pay the bills, you know, making lunches for your kids. Yeah, yeah washing the dishes and so like i think that the fine feminine would be like the glue and how do you come to finding that place of your own inner peace Mm. so operating to your own truth and desire but be human all at the same time if that makes sense it
0: totally does make sense yeah because like (laughs) what i kind of see and what i'm getting from that as well is so you had mentioned kind of like the the masculine way that we've been like going about things and that society is still currently running on right now and then as the feminine is reintroduced it's not that we go into this um crystallized state of stillness and like that that's that's what there is it's that there's the balancing flow of like just like you said like those everyday things but yeah the energy behind them is a little bit different like it's it doesn't have that forceful kind of push energy and it's a lot more of kind of like welcoming welcoming it um welcoming you know those things like you said that that have to get done that are that are just what life is right now and kind yeah. of welcoming those in in a softer way kind of feels like
1: totally so perfectly worded and I think that, um, it, it's about like, well, how do you bring the ideals into to be human with it? And so like, I yeah. think those softer terms is how do you structure your own way of being like through boundaries, yeah. you know, yeah. through your schedules, like through, um, your really it's about prioritizing too, I find a yeah. lot of the times Exactly. It's like, how do you, um, you know, as a business owner, entrepreneur, like the, the the one of the privileges, you get to make your own schedule. But then mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, we could drive ourselves crazy. It's like yeah. work first, you know, I got to get this done. And so which is good because you need to have that type of discipline to really actually run a profitable business like there is so much pieces to go with it. And it just needs to get done. Yeah. But, you know, the, I, I think the privilege comes from like, well, you could honor your defined feminine. And this is like, actually what I'm doing right now as a practice, like I'm going to play first. <laughs>
0: yeah. And, and that concept right? that is right. And I know like myself, yeah. I'm somebody who's just naturally more centered in the masculine, like as a mom, as a business owner, as firstborn daughter, like all of these things really define me as, you know, somebody who takes action and takes action quickly. So I totally resonate with that where, you know, part of the feminine of that integrating it back in to schedule and priorities and all that is having that fun first, which yes. is a foreign concept for a lot of people maybe listening that may resonate with that as well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is like, And that's just it. Sometimes it's like a shift in how you want to approach things that works for you. And more importantly, it's different for everybody, but it's like, what, what an action and behavior that you could, um, I guess, lead yourself through as a response of like, you know, I put myself first, I am my own priority and, you know, um, It could just be something so simple, taking 10 minutes out, like to watch a little TV before I start working. And then your creativity flows, right? Because it's just so simple, act of like, and I think that when you say you're the first-born daughter, like it, it's it just um, ingrained probably in your way of upbringing. You got to yeah. take care of everyone else. Oh, you got to take care of everything else first, you know. Yeah. Um, but it comes back to relearning how to take care of yourself first, so that you can have the energy in the room to take care of everything that you need to.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. And I think the more uh, kind of coming back to that theme, even that we were, we mentioned before about a lot more people kind of waking up and going within and all those things is that as, as space holders for that, besides just like practically through our business, but like energetically as space holders for that in order to hold that space for the collective, for our families, for all this we need to have that feminine integrated to have that space. And so I think a lot of people that could get by previously, kind of going and going and not um, looking after themselves as much as their body and their energy was needing, can't get by on that anymore. And that it's, and I noticed that for myself and like a big breaking point, probably last spring where I I didn't even realize that I needed boundaries, like in. T- terms of like my kids and my family and things like that like I knew it was imbalanced but you don't really realize how much the change needs to happen and needs to shift Mm. until you come to like a point you're just like oh wow actually look at that (laughs) so yeah I I totally get that and I love like everything you're saying really is about the embodiment of it right it's not just about saying these are the characteristics like you know but how can I put this into my life and in simple ways. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'll give you the example of like, even one of my clients right now, um, you know, she understands the hustle is not working. She understands giving herself, it's not working and that's not where she wants to be. Yeah, You know, it's like, we do have the idea of like, you can actually play and be creative and still juggle all the things that are on your schedule. Yeah. And so, you know, she had started doing um, scheduling time for herself, yeah. you know, plugging into calendar, you know, like lunch break or like a meditation break. Yeah. But even to that extent, um, it's still very masculine in a way, because it's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Oh, just, a thing to do you know it's like on your to-do list
0: I have to check that off my list type of thing yeah
1: and (laughs) it can really come to kind of nip you in the bud in the end because like if your day just kind of shifted in a way where you're like I'm gonna forego this break and then you come back to beat yourself up to say oh I didn't follow through I didn't do it right and I think like that's kind of like the contending type of thoughts that we might have internally yeah so exactly how do you be in your internal defined feminine right exactly So it's so funny because it's not something that you could just look at your schedule to like block it out you know it's not just about business but it's about like all the pieces of your whole like lifestyle so it comes back to you as an individual and it's not compartmentalized in like you know, business hours, family hours, like it doesn't quite work that way. So it's really coming into your own practice and, Mm. and really um, go into that place of connecting with your own soul's energy Mm. and really looking to to answers in that way. Like, well, what is it that's going to work for you? Cause it's different for everybody. Like, I can't tell you,
0: Exactly. And that's, it's (laughs) like, and again, like I keep seeing that same uh, type of energy where when you're trying to approach it from that normal masculine energy in the mind, in the logic, then you can kind of just give yourself more masculine. Whereas you drop it down into like the heart, you said, like the feeling, the intuition, then you understand a little bit more of the flow. So you, you're kind of weaving that in together. Mm. Oh my
1: gosh. I love that you said to drop it in. So the, the same client, I'll give you the example because I find that examples, it's like kind of good to give you an idea to like, absolutely. Understand like for her, she's like, okay, you know, what do all the leadership textbooks tell you? You know, you need to have like exercise in your life. Right. And so for her, she's like, you know, I'm going to do uh personal training sessions, right. Doing all the right things, but in the end, it's like still not feeling it, you Mm -hmm. know, like when you know, you're not feeling is when you say, hey, this is not working. Like those are really your own energy telling you something's got to be looked at, like the frustration. Yeah, you know, it's, it's really good. Like those are right, those are the emotions that kind of give you a window to like, hey, you got to pay attention to like this. So that's your own like process of like finding, well, what is it for you that you could change so you could invite more of your defined feminine. So then for her, she's like, you know what? I don't feel good, you know, with weight training. I'm doing all the right things, but like in results, it's not bringing her the inner peace, like, you know, still feeling being pulled in all directions, no time to herself, stresses, feeling, um, you know, the frustration or anxiety or whatever your like emotion could be in, in relating to for yourself at this moment, but for her, it's like, well, what am I doing wrong? You know,
0: exactly. Yeah. Which is the opposite energy of what she wanted to do it
1: for. (laughs) Exactly. And it's like, you're now getting yourself into thinking like you're doing, doing something wrong. Meanwhile, you're trying to take care of yourself. You're taking the initiative. You're doing whatever it takes. So you're not wrong.
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> it's just about going deeper. So the embodiment, again, is really yeah. listening and on a deep level. Like, well, what is it that I need? What is it that I want? What is it that's going to bring the balance that you need? Because balance is not 50-50, right? Exactly. Yeah. And so, uh, the work that we've been doing, it's like, well, I don't know, <laughs> I can't tell you, but I'll Me? lead you into the practice so that you can find out and yeah. get in touch with your own insight. And like, Lord behold, like, she's like, I never knew this. She lived at her home for however many years. There was like a yoga center right across from where she lives. And she's like, the energy there just feels so nice. And she just yeah. checked it out. And you know what, and now it's just about trying new things to what works. And you know, maybe weight training is not for her this season. Yep. So maybe it's a yoga practice to get some movement, but move me, movement to bring you into meditation. That's what the practice of yoga is about, right? And so far, it's working wonderful. And I love that. Yeah. And the the inner peace is how you feel. It's the calm that you feel. It's like you could just conquer the world as mm. challenges, difficulties, confrontations, and businesses, and and writing yourself to show up. Like that's kind of like okay. It's like all right, bring it on. When you're in that space, right?
0: Exactly, exactly. And how it's not kind of like where maybe she would. Pre- previously have defined a successful thing she w- is doing for herself she, you know it's kind of like our shift of what brings value to her life as well right and what yes. brings value to her life that's connected into that that inner voice that intuition that divine feminine so connecting with that and flowing with that
1: I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? It is so much fun once you dive into the work of connecting with your defined feminine, because as you say, it's all about how you feel. And so when you connect with your own feminine, it's like, you could just walk in the world and know you are in integrity with who you are Mm -hmm. and you would have answers come to you quicker because it's like. It's not through the thinking anymore. Like you said earlier, it's dropped into the heart. And so that's how you lead in every decisions you make because you know how you want to feel. So you know where you draw the lines, you know what is of your core values. And like to me, in the energetic practice of connecting, it's like that's when you really have a good feel sense of like, Mm. The one that could be like, don't fuck with me energy. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And it's
1: so empowering, right?
0: Yeah, it is. It, there's like a level of your certainty of self where it's just like, yeah, you're just, like it, it it is. It's kind of like a walking, flowing forward that's not, you're not demanding anything and you're not aggressive. You just are like, this is just is what it is. And
1: oh. Yeah. And I think the key word that you just said, I'm like, that's it. Is a certainty.
0: It is. You yeah. know. Yeah.
1: When you have that certainty in your energy, you open up to clarity. What yeah. it is that you want to do, you yeah. know, clarity and what brings meaning to your work, and yeah. clarity to um, what you are opening up to receiving exactly so this is this is almost like the 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 threshold or the turning point to when you welcome in when you call in and the energy of magnetic energy of like okay just come on in
0: exactly you know
1: bring in all the people i love to work with in business Mm -hmm. and like where you actually come into attraction so Mm -hmm. it's not like pushing you know in the marketing oh I gotta show up I gotta produce content because I want to call those people in so it's always like those out energy but you still do the same thing but the energy is now attracting them to come in as you call out and show up like I'm open for business
0: exactly yeah
1: and then they seek you out it is like it is like the most magical um turning point, you know, in in the experience of business, you know, yeah. when you have this practice of calling in, and, and that comes from like, opening to receiving your own defined feminine. Mm.
0: <laughs> I love that. I love that. So, okay, I feel like we can keep going on this path for a while. So I'm going to kind of shift it a little bit. Um, into our Ascension Impact focus, which is really what we've been talking about the whole time anyway, because all of this rolls together. But as you are looking at Ascension Impact and kind of feeling into the way that's been flowing for you recently and um, what's coming up for you, what is your perspective on that? What, uh, What comes to the surface when you focus on that?
1: Ooh, I love this question. So, you know, what I'm really connecting in with more these days is, you know, we all came from the stars.
0: <laughs> no, I'm, like I'm with you because we're both two people that are like, we're we're pretty firmly grounded like people, but also. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Like I feel so much more connection as the star deaths. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, the science kind of have proven it, like there's elements in our bones and body, you know, Mm -hmm. right. Same traces as the elements that you would find in the stars out in the space. So I think that the expansion of the topic of ascension is Mm -hmm. like, you first need to realize you're not separate. You are earth. Yes. You know, like all all of us as a collective is actually part of earth. So that's how we operate as earth. Yeah. And so, like, once you have that embodiment and understanding and feel sense of that, there is so much power and life force that you can connect into, like, outside of yourself, first of all, mm. to manifesting whatever the, you are, manifesting, like, calling in, you know, making your reality, and that's what manifesting is, right? And to, And so, the practice of Expanding from that level of embodiment, it's like the connection of the earth with the stars. So outside of even our solar system. And so I think the ascension is how do we get to that level of feeling as one with earth so Mm. that now that you can feel into the connection with the universe itself, right? Mm, Yes.
0: Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and so the ascension, it's not individual, but ascension is earth. Mm-hmm. You know, and and how like the energy it's raising so that we could become part of the universe. My dog right? liked the
0: conversation she just pushed her way into the room.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it when they join in.
0: So it's like it's like we're a um like we are the, uh, the mixing bowl in all of this. Like, like the the connection to the stars, the connection to the earth, and just like you said, there's no separation. There's no like, humanity is ascending. It's the earth is ascending. Humanity's with the earth here. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And I think like for people who answer to this path of a light worker, mm-hmm. right. Um, and the uh, ascension of your own energy or spiritual practice, essentially that's what we're doing
0: Yeah,
1: is to like lift and raise the energy so that everybody on earth come to realize that we're not separate because we are all earth. We're just coming out of the earth. So we are one as Mm. earth, but then, Earth is not separate to the universe, you know, as we understand the solar system, but there's so much more outside of our solar system. Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of where that tie in is, is Mm -hmm. if we come to more acting as if we're all one, we're not separate then you know the love and the compassion for one another and how we lead our day-to-day like human would be more of a win-win situation always yeah yeah there would be more room for understanding instead of judgment because like judgment it's really about separating you and i so that i make myself feel better about myself right
0: exactly yeah so, again, that kind of, like, that takes it back to the conversation with, like, the feminine, I find, right, yeah, because yeah. it is, and that, and I think that that's a big thing that we're coming back to as a society now, um, is, well, I mean, it's been pretty obvious that the feminine's been rising, you know, over the last multiple really decades, forward. but, but really the last few years, yeah, where it's been, like, really coming into force, Um And not just in like, um, not just in like feminism and things like that, but in softness and in compassion. And I think that was another uh, catalyst of that the pandemic time is the compassion for other people in the world seemed to go up a little bit. And in my experience, anyway, it did. So that you're, you're kind of, we're not feeling separate from anybody in the world, because we're all going through the same thing together. So that, feeling of connection, like you said, it's about, you know, feeling the connection to everything. And the first step in that, or Mm -hmm. one of the steps in that is feeling a connection to each other, feeling like we're not all these separate beings that are just going about doing our own thing, but we're all very interconnected and we're we're all involved in this really.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Would you like an example, something that, you know, (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> um. So I always look at our kids. Yeah. Because you know, as it's such a privilege to be a mother, like mm-hmm. to go through motherhood. Because ninety-nine percent of the
0: time, but yes,
1: <laughs> right. Ninety-nine percent. Well. <laughs> we all get it it's probably yeah 50 yeah. 50 really yeah.
0: but we get it but yeah but like in theory we understand it's always a privilege but yes
1: <laughs> so you know I always come to think of like how pure and just full of love a newborn baby is you know it's mm-hmm. just like a blank canvas right yeah. so how do they become like adults like how adult like ourselves where there's judgment but you know, like you and I, we don't really judge others, but then we have our own judgment to work through like doubts, you know?
0: Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Right. And so it all comes back, you know, in the same spiral of how they came about. So then I always wonder like, how, how does that how does it even happen, you know? And that's kind of like what has started this whole journey for me. And I believe it's the same reason for you as well to like embark on this spiritual path. But um, anyways, the example that I was thinking of, this happened recently, I got to attend a field trip with my son. Mm. So he's grade four. And so, you know, there was a little mixing of classes going on just so that, you know, it fits, you know, the, the field trip space, So he was mixed with not his own class, uh, but they all know each other because they are like, you know, they see each other in recess, whatever. It's not like they're all complete strangers. Anyways, so it was the time where it was to find a group. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Now, my son has ASD, so social, it's not natural to him. And so we've been working with him, like, how to be a good friend, how to take initiative, how do you... You know, um, engage with others to make a group. So I saw he was doing everything, apply everything that we've been working on. He was so brave and asking other kids, like, to make a group. So yeah. it's either make a group of two or join a group of two to have a group of three. Yeah. So I saw him done both, asked to join a group of two or make a group of two. And, you know, the kids are not mean. They're sweet kids, but they didn't want to be in a group with him. Yeah. And so they have that glaze overlook don't know how to respond to say no but glaze over so in a way it's a rejection as a mom heartbroken but
0: absolutely yeah
1: you know and those are the moments i'm like
0: <laughs> yeah let me just wrap you up and let me put you back in right. the room. we're good here yeah
1: exactly yeah. but you know this is part of his journey but spiritually mm-hmm. how can i look at it so i could feel better <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> So this is like what it's come to. It's the Mm -hmm. fact that we're still very separate, even Mm -hmm. seeing as young as grade four, even in today's time, you know? Yeah. That's what I realize. It's, It's how separate we are. Even little kids, you know, and the energetic term and the spiritual understanding, what's happening is they want to reject that part of themselves. Yeah. Whatever they see of him, it's a reflection of what they do not want to be associated with. Yeah. You know, if we're all connected and not separate from each other, the answer would have been simple: yes, we have mm-hmm. room. Would we'll think nothing of it, right?
0: I I agree, and something I've been thinking about recently as well, and something I read somewhere, um, somewhere about uh, science and spirituality. I can't remember what book exactly, but it was something around how the fundamentals that like we're teaching our kids and that we've been being taught as a society is that everything is separate and that that's just part of the fundamental teachings that we learn and that we're ingrained and that generationally we pass down and so that kind of carries forward and so that just like you said that separation is ingrained from such a very young age but when we begin to shift like the narrative and kind of break down that those old science um structures that are saying that everything is separated and bring into this more new science structure that's emerging and that no we're actually all connected we're actually all made of the same stuff but and really teaching that and I think it'll be a a, I don't know how long if you generate or what exactly what that's going to take but whenever we can start teaching from that young age that you know, we're, we are all connected. There's no, there's no separation. What happens to them happens to you whenever that can be, start being taught from like, from everything. And cause I know like, we're not, we're not teaching our kids specifically you're separate from everybody, but it's still so ingrained in us that the way we're, the way we're looking at things and the way we're saying things kind of brings that paradigm about, does that make sense?
1: Totally, and yeah. I think that the the kids are so smart. Mm, so yeah. it's not all like communicated verbally, but they just so absorb absorbed. absolutely. Like so yeah. did all that. They're yeah. essentially just acting like adults without filter.
0: That's it. I know, and that's scary. Right? Like that is scary. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like adults just have more sense. Like oh, I can't say that.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah, but yeah.
1: kids are just like, that's how I feel. Yeah right yeah. and so it's 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 that and I think it's the 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 disparity mm. it's it's also encouraged sometimes so with the intention so you could feel good about yourself but yeah. it's it's always in that dynamic that you are comparing yourself someone mm. else is here so you could feel good about yourself instead yeah. of like you could just feel good about yourself no matter what everyone is unique
0: And that's the feminine again, right? The feminine, the divine feminine has no issues with that. She's just like, she's good. But the wounded feminine is like, well, I'm probably not good enough unless I'm getting a better test score or a better, you know, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. And
1: I, it is so hard sometimes. Like my kids are grade four and grade two. And sometimes the stories they tell me, you know, they can't word it, but they can feel it. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So we have, like, we have a way
0: to go, but like, we also, we also have the vision for it, I think, right? And this is clearly like, well, I believe the ascension process has been going on since probably about the sixties and like, obviously intensifying over the last 10 years, 10, 11 years. But so this kind of feels like the real conscious generation of parents right now as like millennials type of, um, type of generation millennials, Gen X generation that is raising kids in a way where we see that there can be a better future and that the kids are part of that mindset. Um, so it's yeah. like, it's exciting to me to think of, you know, new generations being born and like, You know, the way that we were raised um, in (laughs) 80s and 90s, 70s, 80s and 90s um, is so different from how children are raised now, just in terms of like support and understanding (laughs) and nothing against like our parents' generations and all that by any means, but like the support is different for allowing them to be who they are, for accepting them as who they are. So now what's going to happen with their kids? Like what kind of support and acknowledgement is that going to do? Like I just, I, I kind of, you know, visualize what that future is going to be for next generations with all of this mindset. And I have a lot of hope for it, but as parents right now who can kind of see both ways, like it can, it can be kind of defeating really.
1: It can be, but I think it just had to start somewhere. And I think it would start with like people who are listening, you know, you and I, like it's just, it's just something that you have to take within and just focus on yourself. And that's all that you could ever do. And so, and so I think that will be the start of it. And, and it's just teaching more love and kindness, Mm, you know, coming from, you know, having that love and kindness and compassion for yourself. And, Mm. and, you know, it's just coming back to more self-focus instead of like outward facing. So, you know, as adult too, that's, that's the victim mentality, right? It's like, how do I make meaning of what's been done wrong to me? And and, and that would be the work and the challenge of like, okay, well, Go with your own emotions. What is it that you can change and look at so that you come back to the defined feminine so that you yeah. can just be more full mm. of your own source energy yes. and be more full in in the love and, and who you are mm. because it comes from that space and you get to show how to be treated so that yeah. you get to show where you need to be respected in, yeah. in terms of boundaries, right? Yeah. Um, and so I think that's that's really where the focus like for me because I'm like there's so much to work on. Mm. And and hopefully uh, you know, the kids that we raised would would have more of that loving kindness and spread that. Yeah. You know, and just by being.
0: Mm. Yeah, I think so I think so. And I feel like we could go off on a tangent and continue <laughs> on <laughs> with this conversation as well. But um, what I'd like uh, to hear just before we wrap up as well is anything else that is kind of flowing to the surface for you that that you want to share with the audience today? Anything like that? Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, define feminine has been in the forefront for the past few years, like you've mentioned, I think going with like, the movement of where mm-hmm. we are as a collective and I find that the more work we do in finding our own defined feminine connecting more with her being more full with yourself it's really going back to like be at the attraction mm-hmm. to to what you would like to manifest the make real of your desires and and that you know closely speak to you You need to come back to her so that you can open to receiving and I think that is such like a simple concept that like I understood on a different level you Mm -hmm. know in the last years it's like you connect with your intuition which is your own feminine and that would lead you into your creative ideas your inspirations to to do this stuff that you want to do that you can make meaning of Mm -hmm. and then you bring in your masculine because you do need to do the actions
0: to do yeah
1: right because <laughs> yeah, okay. then if you just leave your feminine then you just be like oming it all out every single day and nothing happens yeah and so then you need to bring in your masculine to actually create those into mm. your world of existence um but until they mater- until you come back to your feminine to sit back and be in that energy of deserving mm. and really trust and know and expect all that to materialize yeah you know and i think that's kind of like where a lot of spiritual um entrepreneurs are Mm -hmm. like stuck in it's like yeah and fighting those intuition like working in ways of ideas that comes in in your downloads Yeah. And doing all the things but the results might not always happen is because you need to fall back into her
0: yeah to exactly. open up to receive
1: mm-hmm. yeah. you know and so you know as much as how the feminine can show in your day-to-day human experience and it shows through how you mother how you lead your business um like i find it's all coming back to yourself if that makes sense so yeah you know, when, when it comes to this practice, there's no like compartmentalize again. It's like, yes. I'll do this only for business, but it's actually in everything, in every area, every aspects of you. Yeah. Cause you it's know?
0: energetic. So you can't just be like, okay, my, you know, my left arm is in my, my divine feminine and the rest <laughs> of my body is like you, there's no, you can't do that.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So I think, you know, for, for your audience, the ones that who are, um, doing this work as a business, as a vehicle Mm -hmm. to, uh, you know, a way to do their mission in Mm -hmm. life. Right. Um, so that's kind of how I blend the two. Mm -hmm. So I guess in closing, (laughs) what I'm trying to say is this practice, you know, it comes back to yourself, but it's all about, this is, this is where all spiral spirals out. So doing this work, and then, and then keep your, your focus and intention and how to really level up and mm. what you want to call in in the results of your business, the results of your relationship, the results of the effective, effectiveness of your work and connections. So it all comes down to like your own practice and connecting with your soul, connecting with your own life force energy, mm-hmm. connecting with your own defined feminine or whichever term that resonates with you. I love that. So I feel so passionate about sharing that, you know, mm. with anybody who wants to lead their life in that way.
0: <laughs> exactly. Because it's such a powerful shift. Like it's such a powerful shift. And I think it's where we are, where we're headed ultimately. Yeah.
1: Yes, yeah. Yes. Yes. And, and I think the power comes from, you know, at the end of the day, you really do like create what you have. Right. So Mm. creating, um, the life that you have, right. It's, Mm. it's in co-creation with the big guys.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I love that. All right. So I'm going to wrap up our conversation here and I encourage everybody I'm going to put some of Whitney's uh, links in the show notes below so check out Whitney, Whitney check out what she's working on connect with her follow her um you'll be happy that you did so Whitney I thank you so so much for joining me today for this conversation it has been so great to get to reconnect with you and hear your perspective on things
1: it's always so nice to be in the same room with you. (laughs) So thank you so much for having me. I always enjoy it. It's such a pleasure. I love, love, love it. And I love you. (laughs) I love
0: it too. Thanks so much.